Looking for a graduation gift to inform, inspire, and encourage? When you give a subscription to Christianity Today, you're giving redemptive, relevant news and thoughtful balanced dialogue about the church, current issues, and public theology. Visit orderct.com slash graduate gifts to get a discounted student subscription for the graduates in your life. Starting at only $2 per month, this gift will engage and grow their faith throughout the year. Click the link in the show notes or visit orderct.com slash graduate gifts to order now. Christianity Today, you're listening to Music and Meaning with Charlie Peacock. Today, I'm not just your host, but I'm also a fan, ready to pay an overdue tribute to a legendary figure who revolutionized popular music, Sister Rosetta Tharp. She wasn't just a gifted musician. She was the pioneer trailblazer iconoclast who blended gospel and rock music in ways no one had yet thought of, or at least had the courage to explore in public. And oh, what a story she told with her life, her voice, and her trademark Gibson Les Paul Custom electric guitar, soon to be known as the SG for solid guitar. Before we get our hearts beating too fast, let's back up to the beginning, Arkansas, 1915. Born into a world where music and faith were inseparable, Rosetta's childhood was filled with church choirs, spirituals, and gigging as a six-year-old prodigy, billed as a singing and guitar-playing miracle. What? Six years old, I was still learning to tie my shoes. Her mother, Katie Bell Newman, a mandolin-playing evangelist, introduced Rosetta to music from the jump, making her an essential and memorable element of her gospel troupe. And the spiritual music of Rosetta's upbringing wasn't only about putting one's faith in Jesus. It was also about having unrelenting hope and resilience in the face of hardship. Rosetta's journey took a turn when she and her mother moved to Chicago in the mid-1920s. The Windy City, alive with jazz, blues, and gospel, provided new inspiration for a young person with big ears and a big heart. In 1934, the 19-year-old musician married a Church of God in Christ preacher named Thomas Thorpe. That's right, Thorpe, not Tharp. The marriage didn't last long, but Rosetta liked her ex's name enough to keep most of it, and Thorpe became Tharp. Mother and Rosetta took off for the Big Apple, New York City, in 1938. At age 23, sister Rosetta Tharp recorded her first four sides for Decca Records, 
Rock Me, That's All, My Man and I, and The Lonesome Road. Each one a hit on arrival. No wonder. Oh, make my journey brighter. You just make my burden lighter. Help me to do good wherever I can. Oh, let thy presence thrill me. Thou loving kindness fill me. Then you hold me in the hollow of thy hand. Take note, modern musicians. Are you struggling to be heard above the millions competing for earbuds on streaming services? Try invention and innovation. That's what Rosetta did. She brought the electric guitar into gospel music and not with the dulcet tones of Les Paul and Mary Ford. On the contrary, in an era where women, especially black women, were expected to be demure and reserved, Rosetta broke all the rules. She played the guitar with a raw energy that was almost unheard of, especially for a musician singing gospel music. Don't you know that he can be yours too? Let's talk about the birth of gospel rock. This is a genre category that I'm very familiar with. Of the Grammy and Gospel Music Awards and nominations I receive, the majority are in this category, gospel rock or rock gospel. Here's a sampling of a few of those songs from 1987 to 1995. You are in the light 
Wait, did I play the right file? Those don't sound like Sister Rosetta. Nope. Yet, each song is filled with musical choices inspired by the music Sister Rosetta inspired. In American evangelical music mythology, you're likely to hear the name Larry Norman as the architect of gospel rock. Let's set the record straight, though. Rosetta was there first, laying down the tracks before the train even arrived. It's time to move from milk to solid food, or as the great Winans vocal group sang, it's time to make that change. We are the people who can do it. That's right. We're going to get the story correct this time. We have to. We have to do it for Sister Rosetta. All of my party time. I got to wait until my change come. All of my party time. I got to wait until my change come. All of my party time. I got to wait until my change come. Because the Lord give it. The Lord God taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I got to wait, wait, wait on my change. Wait, 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 wait on my change. Wait, 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 wait on my change. Back in 1938, nine years before Larry Norman was born, Rosetta was turning the music world upside down, creating a new genre, gospel rock. She owns this lane, always has. Here's what the Grammy Award-winning songwriter and producer Tommy Sims had to say about this. Now, the irony there is that she was a sort of fringe operator in music culture at the time. I mean, she utilized straight holy roller hallelujah gospel tunes, man, as, as, as the vehicle, right? That was her vehicle to turn the whole world on its head. Um, and use of this kind of, you know, wild and free-spirited sound, I, I think it just, uh, it just made visceral sense to her, instinctive sense to her with the instrument. And man, you know, talk about spirit, man. I mean... Sister Rosetta's electric guitar was special, but so was her voice, a voice that spoke of freedom, joy, and the power of faith in God. Taken together, her music and her risk-it-all performance style laid the foundation for rock and roll to come. That's right. She's not just the architect of gospel rock. She just might be the progenitor of rock and roll itself. Don't take my word for it. No less an authority than rock and roll legend Chuck Berry, who's been called the inventor of rock, described his career as, quote, one long sister Rosetta Tharp impersonation, end quote. And my friend Tommy agrees. Now, I would co-sign on your word alone, Chuck. But in this case, we don't have to. I mean, there's, there's any number of existing interviews, biographies, private jam sessions with the likes of Keith Richards, Brian May, Eric Clapton's of the world, Bruce Springsteen. In a generation of guitar legends before those guys confidently and, and, and reverently put forth this idea about 
the good sister Rosetta perhaps being the actual mother of the instrument. For certain, she's uh, now long regarded as sort of the original source of its introduction and induction into pop music diaspora of that time, you know. So that's not an arguable thing at this point. That is a, um, a stated fact by all of the connoisseurs of the instrument uh, to have come along since. If you, you go, go as far back as Chuck Berry, you know. All this got me to thinking, how does one play the guitar like Sister Rosetta Tharp? You don't, said a wise guitarist. You just hope to get close enough to not embarrass yourself. Living in Nashville, you can't throw a hot chicken wing without hitting a guitarist. Since I've spent my whole life around studio session guitars, I thought I'd ask one of the very best, Jerry McPherson, to strap on an electric guitar with appropriate reverence to the sister and spill some proximate secrets to her groundbreaking sound. Time for a road trip. So you and I have done hundreds and hundreds of recording sessions. <laughs> yeah. And some of them are really good. <laughs> <laughs> but is this the first time you've been asked to replicate yeah. Sister Rosetta? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and but no, I've never been asked to to do a Rosetta Tharp, you know, dive. Before. Well, are you ready to uh, <laughs> uh, unpack the secrets for us? Well, all right. I've got a 65 Interesting. I wonder yeah. if that has to do with the early Black keys church. On the piano. Yes. Because, like Roger Smith uh, from Tower of Power and yeah. I have had the same conversation yeah. about uh, gospel pianists learning on the black keys. playing in D flat. I'm sure that's why she ended up with that tuning. Amazing. Yeah, isn't that I cool? I love that. But she had this whole vocabulary of things around that tuning. Okay. So you have the guitar, you have the tuning. And then the biggie, you know, is her. Yeah. Her hands, her mind, her soul. Yeah. You know. Mm, that's great. A lot of her stuff that I like to hear, she's on a more of a little Fender amp. So I'll move to a Fender amp. This is like a 50s, early 60s chant. And it's a little more... Okay. 
Yes. So what you're saying is that all we need... All is, we need... Is an SG guitar. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's one uh, of the things. A classic amplifier from yeah. the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. Yeah. And then open tuning. Yeah. And open tuning. Yeah. In D flat. In D flat. And then Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Though so you're a brilliant session guitarist, we'll call this a really, really good proximate attempt. <laughs> That's all we can hope for, Charlie. That's all we can <laughs> That's hope all for. We can do. All right. yeah. Thank you, Jerry. Awesome. Oh, the sweet horsey. Oh, this is the wonderful time of my life. Sister Rosetta Tharp wasn't just an innovative musician. She was a symbol of strength and defiance. Her influence stretched far and wide. Icons like Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, and Little Richard were all inspired by her. But it's not just about who she influenced. It's also about the barriers she broke and the glass ceiling she shattered. Long before Tina Turner, Etta James, Bonnie Raitt, or Brittany Howard rocked their way into the history books, there was Sister Rosetta. She didn't just rock and roll, she pointed the direction the rock would roll. Before there was Coltrane and A Love Supreme, Larry Norman, Aretha, or Amy Grant, there was Sister Rosetta showing that God prayer, and gospel music could not, would not be confined to the walls of the church. she hit that train depot with a train load full of what we now refer to as shredding she had mastered the doggone thing I mean before really the world ever even heard her play it she already knew how to play it every chord every note she played was a testament to her faith she sang about the trials and tribulations of life but always with an undercurrent of hope and belief in the God who saves. Her songs weren't just hymns. They were stories, sermons, and celebrations. I know that he keep watch over me. Sister Rosetta passed away in 1973. Sadly, it took until 2018 for her to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But for those who knew her music, her impact was never in doubt. She was a musical visionary, a poetic prophet, preaching with her guitar and soul-stirring voice 
spreading a gospel of love, freedom, and joy. Here's Brittany Howard, solo artist and lead singer and guitarist for the Alabama Shakes, paying tribute to Sister Rosetta at her posthumous Hall of Fame induction ceremony. It's been long overdue. I'm honored to induct Sister Rosetta Tharp into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Every musician who professes to follow Jesus and takes music seriously knows that the big story of music cannot be confined to genres. Genre is too small an idea to hold such a grand story. The big narrative involves all the musical people on the planet in every generation, and not just those confessing the name of Jesus. Christians may have created the hymn book, but humanity is singing from a bigger book of global influences, ancient and contemporary. Even so, it's just good human stewardship of the music to get the story of gospel rock right. Point to the real inventor, had tip to Larry Norman, but a full bow and brava to the queen of gospel rock, Sister Rosetta Tharp. Until next time, practice reflection, stay curious, playful, and positive. You've been listening to Music and Meaning with Charlie Peacock, a CT Media original podcast. Every day, CT testifies to the reality that Jesus is alive, transforming his world and bringing his kingdom to bear. Jesus transforms, CT equips. Make a gift to our nonprofit ministry with a gift of $20 to provide 150 more people with redemptive storytelling, global perspective, and thoughtful podcasts. Give now at morect.com equip.